Hey, it's your girl Navguzi Chwanuka, and this is hashtag with Navguzi Chwanuka, a forum where we, you and I, have conversations on unraveling social constructs, discuss self-development in line with mental health, and a lot more about the millennial world around us. If you are not hearing this voice for the first time, hey. <laughs> You are the real MVP. Welcome back to today's episode. To you who is hearing my voice for the first time, you are also an MVP. Welcome to this podcast. What do we have tonight? This is tonight, today, whatever time you're listening in. We have part two of the suicide prevention episode. There are several things that put young people at the risk of suicide and what tops them all are mental health illnesses. Stigmatization of mental health is the number one reason sufferers choose to bottle it up until they cannot hold it anymore. Again, this is part two. If you did not listen to part one, it's important that you jump onto it before you continue with part two. Hazel Moro, the community psychologist, gave us time to answer the frequently asked questions on suicide. Listen in. Alcohol abuse or drug abuse, does it increase the risk of dying by suicide? Okay, so uh, the link between alcohol, drug, and drug abuse and misuse eh, mm. is um, is there with suicide yeah. prevention. So, like how we had, um, sorry, not suicide prevention, death <laughs> by suicide. Yes, 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 yes. I think I'm just excited to get to that part. Vent. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the thing is, like how I've mentioned about how you know uh, the warning signs and some of these things that let us know that someone may be struggling with suicidal thoughts. Eh? Mm. We did talk about how stressful life situations or like traumatic events or um, sudden stressful situations and events can lead us, can be warning signs that someone may be uh, contemplating death by suicide. Yeah. So I think that apl- that applies here with drug and alcohol abuse and yeah. misuse. Because like I said, we're not mentally aware enough or at all so people don't know the correct and the healthy coping skills and mechanisms to apply Mm -hmm. and uh, again I know I keep saying this and I know you are not going to be happy please you leave Yuji Koko alone but yeah I'm not saying don't drink it but like go slow Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uganda has a serious alcohol problem yeah. We are using it as a coping mechanism and skill. Suppression. And we're using it as a clutch and as an excuse. Yeah. P- uh, the working class, they are tired. Spend the whole day in office, you're overwhelmed. Then you have to run away from office because your boss will add you more work. Yeah. So you run away, you bump into jam. You say, I, I cannot sit in jam. I've been tired the whole day. You branch. Let me branch off to this bar. Nomad. What's the other one? Gardens or where? Yeah. You start. So... Because we're using this unhealthy coping mechanism in mm. order to deal with these, there is a link. Yeah. Because you, you get to a point where now you are struggling with addiction. And then sometimes people may 
it may be classified as death by suicide, but yeah. it was like an accidental alcohol poisoning or accidental drug overdose. Because we can't really There's know. such thing as alcohol poisoning, like oh yeah, poisoning. Yeah, I know that Ugandans, you people have really you have defied you have defied science <laughs> with your Uji cocorism. <laughs> I know you have defied science, but there is alcohol poisoning. Yes, but I know you people don't Bad, like yeah. me, but I will continue to tell you go slow on the cocoa. Yeah, well, it's chill, but it, no one has said don't drink it. Yes, but piss yourself. Mpola, mpola. Mm. Enjoy one now and then and go home. Not yeah, every night, yeah, the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me, I'm one of those people who is very happy the fact that they close bars. You people are becoming too much. <laughs> I want you people to live long and healthy lives. You are becoming too stubborn for me. Every night there is a party. <laughs> you know, you've talked about the stressful work environment mm. and it has it's shot me to how people keep looking forward to Friday. Exactly. So and it it, it becomes it becomes a habit that Every Friday, I'm supposed to drink, shake off the stress. Exactly. But you're not actually shaking off the stress. And the thing is, shaking off the stress, going out, adventuring, traveling, partying, they can be a healthy coping mechanism Mm -hmm. if done in moderation and if done well for the right reason, not as an escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once in a while, we do need to get let loose, you know, go, go and dance, yeah. go and have fun, go out with the girls, catch mm. up, you know, with the boys. But then I think we've taken it like a step overboard. It, like people, they're well on their way to addiction. Yeah. Yeah. So I gave an example of the corporate, but every Ugandan I think is struggling or every Ugandan knows someone who is struggling. Yeah. So that is the link that I have identified for us as Ugandans with regards to alcohol abuse and suicide. People are people who are already struggling with their mental health. They're using this unhealthy coping tool. Yeah. Makes them more susceptible yeah. to death by suicide. Because you're not dealing with the problem. You're avoiding it. You're suppressing it. You're suppressing it. it. You're using UG Coco to distract, but the problem is still there. Please, Uganda Waraji, I'm not bashing your business. <laughs> I just want people to be happy and healthy. I think you need to talk another brand. Okay. <laughs> the one that I know people love so much. But all the you do, pineapple, nail special. I love myself some nail. But uh, yeah. go slow. Once in a while, just reward yourself with a bottle or two. And you know, media is also encouraging this. Because there was a time when I was in my uncle's car, who we are headed to work. Mm. He plays all kinds of music from Kadongo Kamo to to Pepe Busi to, and I'm like, old man, what is it? <laughs> so there's a song. I think it was by Harriet Chisach. And then, as someone who is very critical or so much attentive to details, there's a song that was playing, and the lady said something like. Was it a lady or a man? I don't remember. But I think it was Harriet Chisache. Did she pass on? She must have passed on. And she was like, we all have problems, but most of us who have the problems come and hang out and drink and drink off this stress. And I was like, wait. And actually, I spoke out my mind. I was like, because I call him daddy. I was like, why do people do this? 
Mm-hmm. Alcohol does not take away anything because you keep going back. You keep going back. And then when it sh- when it goes off your brain, yeah. you're back in the same situation. Exactly. And it's like, why are they singing this? I mean, we love music, and why are they putting it out? And I keep asking myself things like, does the UCC go into? You know, it is going. But, I'm I'm sort of encouraging UCC to censor our products, yeah. but can we look at the things that we are supposed to put out to society? But I feel like uh, art, music, all these things, film, they're mm. just a reflection of what's happening of in society. society. It's not that they are sending out the message. Mm-hmm. She's singing about what's already happening and what she knows people relate to. Yeah. Because society is already drinking themselves silly. Yeah. So she's not like the one who started the trend. No, it's mm. already there. So she's singing about what people relate. And in in the ballads, when they hear it, they'll shout the most on that. Oh, it works the for Because it it's already for them, there. Because it's know? enabling them. They're like, it's okay, it's enabling. Thing. It's justifying and it's maybe glorifying. But mm. it's, it's not like she came up with this phenomenon and, and, and she sang about it and now people have started drinking, no? Yeah. It's already in society. She's singing what she sees. Yeah. Mm. Then there is also this idea of people who commit suicide just want to prove something or or not not sorry I used the wrong word people who attempt suicide or mm. die by suicide want to prove something or they're just looking for sympathy they're looking for attention they are ungrateful mm. all those things do so do does it I feel like I shouldn't even be asking this, yeah. but this is something that has to be answered so for people to get mentally aware. Yeah. These people that die by suicide, are they looking for sympathy? Are they looking for attention? So they're not. Yeah. Both from a professional and a personal level, they're not looking. Mm. However, I would like to also kind of Let's rationalize. Let's think about this statement. Yeah. Someone who is attempting suicide or attempted suicide mm. is looking for sympathy or attention or whatever reason you've come up for. Yeah. Don't you think that also is just a sign of a problem? Why are they using such a extreme, a lethal, lethal mm. method yeah. to get this attention? Don't you think that that, that just also, if we are going with the argument mm-hmm, that they are just mm-hmm, attention mm-hmm. seekers, don't you think this is a sign that there is a big problem? Yeah. Shouldn't you then take it seriously instead of intensifying their feelings of worthlessness? Mm. With your ridiculous statement, the part of worthlessness. I, I like that's why I take as many social media breaks as I can. Cause sometimes I'm just overwhelmed with the ignorant rhetoric surrounding suicide and clinical depression. Yeah, there's this one that people love saying. What is it? They love saying, "Over suicide does not over end your life. It over ends the happiness of those who love you." Who are you? Oh, well, that's hey. so tripping. That is tripping them someone is sick you're making them feel worse again this is why i love to relate mental health and physical health because mm. people understand physical health yeah yeah yeah, you know? yeah yeah people can see that you're bleeding can you imagine breaking your hand and then someone says ah your broken you're hand is stressing your broken hand is very difficult for you to serve me tea. like you understand that's the way yeah so we need to think about this like our minds get sick this person is not well yeah so 
they're not looking for attention mm. or sympathy or anything they're not well they're not doing well and they need help yeah and even if let us say we're just going with the argument for argument's sake that they are seeking this attention don't you think this is such a extreme way to do it and therefore they need help yeah so um, i just want to first put Hazel the psychologist aside and then Hazel the person comes and says you people are dumb Oops. and you people annoy me and you are disturbing my patients yeah <laughs> so now i can stop and get back to a psychologist then, version let me put on my professional hat <laughs> Um, I don't know. We already talked about seeing a doctor and seeking help. Yeah. When you are feeling, when you are, if there is someone who is feeling suicidal, who is thinking about dying by suicide, is there something they can do to help ease the symptoms? You see, it's just like how we talk about flu, and they say. Uh, you may not necessarily take medication, increase right. your intake on vitamin C, fluid, yeah, do this. and then it actually goes away. You feel much better. Yeah. So, is there something like more of like self help tips? Yeah, so I want to prioritize and emphasize that someone who is struggling with suicidal thoughts, mm. who has attempted suicide, perhaps. Yeah. they should seek help yeah this this is very important yes yes yes, yes. very important seek help from a counselor mm. mental professional therapist please ask for help yeah now once you've asked for help and you're receiving help mm. the mental professional alone will be equipping you with coping skills and other life skills to help you on your yeah. day to day mm. but here are some tips that you can apply mm. um this is a tip, but also something that anyone can apply in their life is to take each day at a time. I know, yeah. uh, especially for people who are person personalities who are planners, mm. it may be hard for you to take a day at a time. And I know today is Sunday, but you already have a program for Wednesday. Mm -hmm. But I would love to urge you to take Sunday. Today is Sunday. Yeah, we're in Sunday right now. What are we going to do on Sunday? Mm. We finish Sunday, we sleep. Yeah. Uh, we move on to Monday. Taking mm. each day at a time is very important, especially when you're struggling with your mental health. Yeah. Because, again, relating to physical health. Yeah. When you are sick, you have malaria, and they've given you a dose, and it's for four days. Mm. You take the medicine one day at a time. You don't just yeah. swallow all you the You don't pills. take all the... Are they 12? Hey, please, I don't know. But I don't know <laughs> suffering. <laughs> Me, I'm in team injection, but I let them give me the injection really? and I go home. <laughs> <laughs> but even the injection is not a one day exactly. thing. Exactly. You keep so going. you take it today, no matter dose Yeah. Tomorrow, and in the meantime, they. You know, if we were younger when you'd get sick, mm. our moms and dads or whoever older sibling was looking after us, you take the before you take medicine, they tell you jango, yeah. Yeah. You understand? So in this case, the medicine is therapy. Yeah. The eating are these coping skills. Yeah. So they say, Come and eat. Mm. You eat, then you swallow medicine. They say, Quite on your juice. Then you feel like you've drunk a lot, your tummy is full, but then they say, No, you, know, you have to finish this cup. Yeah. You have to finish. Yeah. Finish this jug. Finish this. Mm. Then they let you take a nap. 
you know, oh, yeah. you rest your rest. head. Uh, then after you wake up, they say, I drink this, you understand? Then they mm. give you fruits, you know. Uh, for those of us who are sick, uh, for me when I was sick, my mom would let me indulge. She would say, oh, when you come from the hospital and they've injected you, mm. what do you want to eat? <laughs> Chicken. But I know that thing. Exactly. So they allow you to indulge because it lifts your spirit. Oh, yeah. So that's the same with mental health. I'd love to relate that. The medication they are giving you, the Kowatam or Queenine or whatever mm, it is, mm, mm. you know, as we are Queenine generation, I don't know what the kids are taking nowadays. <laughs> so the medication in this case is therapy. Yeah. Eating right, having a good intake of water and juice and other fluids and fruits. Mm. Those are the coping skills that the therapist will equip you with to deal with stress and, yeah. to, you know, to handle each day as it comes. Mm. Then indulging, for instance, when a parent would say, okay, after mm. we're going to go, and then what do you want to eat? You want to eat chips and chicken? Where do you okay, want to eat from? Where do you want to eat from? Then you'd be happy, despite the fact that you don't feel well. It would lift your spirits. Yeah. Those are the other things, the coping skills that you yourself can adapt, or these self-help tips to help lift your spirits as yeah. you take each day at a time. Now, I'm going to take you back a little bit to when you talked about how to tell that someone is not well. Mm. When you talked about chips, it took me back to when I was about eight or seven before I joined boarding school. Mm. There's a time when I was sick. Okay, sometimes I used sickness to run away from something. <laughs> so I left school that day. I was still in day school. Mm. I left school. I went home. I went to mom's workplace because mm. you just crossed the road. Mm. I went to mom's workplace and I was telling her that I'm sick. I am a chips eater at that age. Like... You would wake me up from sleep. Would you want chips? <laughs> so that time, they got me my chips. That was my lunch. <laughs> and they got me my chips and I couldn't eat. And then she said something like, Huh? All chips is Exactly. <laughs> so I'm now thinking of it as this is someone withdrawing from their usual self. Exactly. And you can tell that they're not well. That's why I, I started by saying that warning signs are mostly. Most mm. of them lie under change in behavior. Yeah. If a loved one, a colleague, someone that you you know, mm. even if you don't know them very well, they're acting out of the norm. Yeah. Norm, quote unquote, in quotes, because eh? yeah. normal is different to different people. Yeah. If usually they are bubbly, chatty, and there's just a change, and sometimes we have bad days, mm-hmm, but if there's a significant mm-hmm. change. For an amount of time exactly mm. then we we can start to get worried yeah that even if it's not that they're necessarily struggling with suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. at least they're struggling with their mental health okay yeah so sharing problems this is a statement i got from uh, one of daily monitors online articles sharing problems can check suicide cases how practical is it well, um, I don't know exactly like the context or like the article you pulled that out from, mm. but yeah, I would say I agree. Sharing uh, problems, shared problems, I think that kind of goes under having a support system. Okay. Yeah, having a support system, having people who are there for you is very important, not just with regards to suicidal thoughts, mm. but generally when you're struggling with your mental health. Yeah. Human beings are social beings. Yeah. We're not designed to just be by ourselves, isolated. We talk to no one. 
we visit no one mm-hmm. so it's very important to have a support system because that's sharing the burden or sharing the problem it's not just yours anymore yeah. you have someone else helping you carry the load then mm-hmm. mm-hmm. much as there are people that want to be supportive i mean they've gotten to know there is a friend or a loved one who is struggling with suicidal thoughts much as they want to help them I feel like there is a chance that they might worsen this person's situation. I mean, you're going to go to someone and you tell them, I'm very tired of life. I want to kill myself. Jesus is against that. You know, they're going to come up. What is the right way someone can do it? What is the right way to support someone without having to condemn someone when you bring out Peter's chapter, what, what, Chronicles, all those things. What is the right way to have this kind of to create a safe space for someone to really, you know, come to you or speak to them yes. and give them support. What is the right way to do it? Okay, so um, in order to be a good support system, I think listening is key. Okay. So before you give advice or give an opinion, listening is key. Yeah. First of all, listen. Mm-hmm. Listen to what they're saying. Yeah. And and actually listen, actually hear them and what words they're using, how they're expressing themselves. Mm. Um, then I know that uh, uh, well, Ugandans are religious people. We love God and Allah. Yeah. And uh, often we are told, oh, stress and mental health, you can just pray it away. Well, unfortunately, we can't pray it away. If it was yeah. that easy, everyone would be. Pastors wouldn't be killing themselves. No one actually. Like uh, there would, there would be no need for the profession in general if we could just pray oh. this away. Yeah. So we can't just pray mental illness away or all these issues away. We need to be aware that prayer is important and it's healthy and it's helpful it works but alongside treatment alongside help because Mm -hmm. if someone breaks their arm we're not going to pray away the broken bone and what no we take them to a doctor they'll probably get a cast they get painkillers as you pray for their recovery Mm -hmm. so that's the same here okay um Does Uganda have any helpline or organization taking on emergency calls to help people in crisis? So um, I'm so happy to say that uh, slowly Uganda has uh, some organizations and groups of people who are now coming up to offer assistance, to offer help. You know, they are creating awareness with regards to mental health and mental health issues. Uh, mentally aware Uganda, mindful conversations, mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, there are so many, there's strong minds, there's mm. heart-to-heart spaces, there's the Ugandan sanctuary. Yeah. Uh, and also, I've come to realize that uh, so many of the hospitals, be them government or private hospitals, mm-hmm. they now offer these counseling and therapy services. Okay. They do. Government? Yes, hospitals? they do. You can ask. Do you have a counselor? They do have someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, people are starting to take it seriously, and yeah. you can reach out and get help. Mm. Yeah, uh, and then also online. Online services are many. For instance, us mindful conversations. Yeah, we are mostly online. 
heart to heart spaces there's a lot of work online yeah yeah so we are slowly but steadily getting to that point in Uganda where we are taking our mental health seriously there are places you can reach out to for help mm-hmm. yeah but we're not there yet you mm-hmm. know we don't have a nationwide hotline yet um uh i don't know about people in more rural areas if there are places they can go to yeah yeah but at least for most cities or more urban towns there are places to reach out to yeah yeah but i would advise if uh you don't know where to begin for the start mm-hmm. try the hospital you go to just try cuz at least even if you talk to a general physician he knows someone who knows someone oh yeah yeah okay now we're getting on to the myths mm-hmm. surrounding suicide yeah one suicide is not very common that is a myth suicide mm-hmm. is is quite common. Uh, I think just because something isn't talked about or you haven't seen something it doesn't mean that it's not there. Uh-huh. Yeah. So suicide is quite common and I know here in our Ugandan setting we're very hush hush about some things and some topics, eh? Yeah. Like we don't want to talk about We don't about want to talk about them. But I think it's important that we start to because 20 30 years ago who would have thought that the conversation on HIV AIDS would be like this normalized before it was something unheard of mhm shush shush don't tell anyone but now people disclose this information yeah yeah people are living positively and happily and it's okay mm. so that's i think the same with mental health and i was surprised when i looked at world health organization statistics mm. talking about how people die by suicide every 40 seconds oh yes like every 40 seconds it's like less than a minute It's less than a minute then thinking about suicide is not very common you mean suicidal thoughts or mm-hmm. thinking about suicidal, suicidal thoughts, thoughts are more common than we think actually and i think we talked about this at the beginning where i said many people mm. and you know i dare say most people have had a suicidal thought at a certain point in their life yeah yeah then someone who wants to die by suicide just wants to die we also <laughs> <laughs> yes we talked about it yeah so people who want to die by suicide yeah they they want to die <laughs> they they're fed up you yeah. know it's not something that they aspire to but but unfortunately due to circumstances you know they're sick so they're not attention seeking or anything like that they just mm-hmm. need help and yeah no no there so is it more like they're using it as an escape route yes uh people assume that suicide you know dying or leaving this earth will kind of uh they'll escape whatever it is that's making it difficult you mm. know um however that may not be the case or it may be the case because yeah. we, we don't know what lies beyond this world mm-hmm. yeah but uh death by suicide is not i would say a healthy escape route yeah mm. Uh hmm. I also we also talked about this somewhere in the conversation people who die by suicide 
or suicidal people are selfish and unappreciative. No. People who attempt suicide or who die by suicide or who struggle with suicidal thoughts, they're not selfish, they're not unappreciative, they're sick. Mm -hmm. They're sick and they need help and they need support and they need to be surrounded by love and understanding. Uh, When people have malaria, we understand that they're sick, fever. Mm -hmm. You tell them, oh, sorry, have you you taken medicine? Did you see a doctor? Mm -hmm. Have you rested? So that's the same. This is just a symptom for something bigger. Yeah. Something is going on and we need to give these people our support. We don't need to, you know, we, it's not selfish. It has nothing to do with, with, the, other person. with the other person. We yes. shouldn't center ourselves. Mm-hmm. Clearly something is wrong and we need to help fix it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then people who survive a suicide attempt will never try to end their lives again. Well, um, it's possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone could attempt on one occasion, survive, and not do it again. Yeah. Um, suicide and mental health and mental illness and mental health issues mm. vary from person to person. Yeah. Yeah. There are people who attempt on several occasions. There are people who attempt just once and not attempt again. So it's not uh, straightforward. Yeah. Like that then only people with a mental illness think about suicide? No, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, the thought of suicide has crosses many people's minds. Mm. Uh, maybe suicidal thoughts can be a symptom of maybe there is a mental health problem, Yeah, but not necessarily that those who have thought about it are mentally ill. But however, suicidal thoughts are a sign that there's a problem. Mm. Yeah. Then the last one, talking about suicide. What we are doing right now, talking about suicide, will mm. make people think about dying by suicide. No. Mm-hmm. Thus far, not talking about it has not resolved anything. So that's not right. We need to talk about this, and we need to talk about issues in general that affect people. If we don't talk about it, then we don't understand it. And if we don't understand it, then we can't help stop it or prevent it or end it, you know? So talking about it, uh, debunking the myths, discussing how we can support our loved ones, discussing the issue, it, it doesn't make people think about dying by suicide. It mm. just um, it uh, poses the question, it encourages conversation, and thus bringing about a solution. Mm. Yeah. And that's it for this episode on suicide prevention. Thank you so much, Hazel. You're very welcome. Giving us your time. Yes. And uh, having our listeners have an insight into this very delicate subject. Yeah. People think that they don't want to talk about, but behind closed doors, they might actually want to hear these things. Yeah. So thank you so much for sparing your time and giving us an insight. You're very, very welcome. I just want to kind of end this by, you know, Mm. uh, as usual, letting people know you're loved, you're worthy, you deserve to be here. If you don't feel well, feel free to contact myself or reach out to anyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, But please ask for help, especially if you have suicidal thoughts. Mm. Ask for help. It's nothing to be ashamed of. 
your f- mental health is just as important as your physical, physical health. health. Your mind can get sick the same way your body gets sick. Mm. So, yeah, just ask for help. Take a deep breath. Yeah. And know that uh, there are those of us who are here ready to help you. Okay. Thank you so much. You have come to the end of part two of the suicide prevention episode. And to summarize it all, for us to cut down the numbers of people who die by suicide, or better yet, prevent suicide, we have to understand that mental health is as important as physical health. The same way we are willing to be by the bedside of a person suffering from malaria is the same way we should be willing to sit by someone struggling emotionally or mentally. The other thing is that when we talk about suicide, the phrase committed suicide is stigma in itself. Suicide is not a crime that gets to be committed like one gets to commit robbery. Someone dies by suicide. They do not commit suicide. If you have found value in this conversation, I am begging you. I wish you could say me. I am on my knees. Share this episode with whoever you think not whoever you think share with this episode with everyone in your contact list it is one way it is one of the ways you're showing that you care for them you just never know who is struggling behind closed doors i remain yours truly navaguzi chwanuka and i look forward to engaging more with you on this podcast <laughs>